Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Got a banger of a Tuesday, but I'm going to be honest, it feels like Groundhog's Day today because Donald John Trump has been charged again for the fourth time. There it is. On what? What was he charged on? There it is. Give it to me. What was he charged on? What did they give it to him? Come on. Ah. Rico. Yeah, I got him on those Rico charges, dog. That song came out when you were in what? Like high school, right? No, uh, my, my mom had played it to me uh, several years ago. I'm a young man, Libby, uh, 33 years old. So, I, yeah, I don't even know that I was alive. Uh, but here with us in studio today to discuss these charges, as well as a court case she was following this morning in Texas, is Libby Emmons. Hey. The editor-in-chief Correct. of Post Millennial. Are we allowed to say chief anymore to you? Uh, to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why? Why would you not be? Uh, just because of... Is it misgendering? Am yeah, I being misgendered? I don't want to do that yeah. here today. Chief t- chieftain? Chief, I would say... Chief X? Chief Matrix? Chiefress? Chief X is good, yeah. Chief, Chief X, X is, is awesome. Bad. It's yeah. kind of like Latinx. It's, li- it's like Latinx, but, but almost blacker. Chiefs. Right. Yeah, there like Malcolm go. a little sure. bit. Because so. <laughs> okay. when I look at you, I think... You think Malcolm X when you look girl. at me. Yeah, right, for I sure. think... Uh, Follow and then boom, we're gonna go in, in March now. Mm-hmm. That's what I that makes feel perfect like. sense. Do you want to hear a fun story? Obviously, yeah. about okay. about uh, marching. Sure. Okay, so I was working in politics in Wisconsin during uh, the um, the recall during the Scott Walker recall, mm-hmm. right? And Jesse Jackson was there. I mean, every piece of shit in the political world descended on Madison and Milwaukee during this time, and uh, <clears throat> so my buddy is running this event in downtown Madison and they have a specific route for the March. Right. But Jesse Jackson, they noticed like, so the cameras will, I don't know if you've been part of one of these live events, but the cameras will uh, um, kind of fan out so they can get people right. from, from the side view and just get beer and all the stuff. Yeah. Right? So anybody, he would just follow the camera anywhere it went. It's like his, his brain was glued to that camera. He wasn't paying attention to anything going on. If they tried to go off into a side street to get a side angle of him, he would walk down the alley, mm-hmm. right? So they finally just, <clears throat> the uh, director, I guess, of the march just grabbed him by the back, the camera, lead camera guy by the back of his shirt and led him on the route. Smart. Because Jesse Jackson is a fucking moron. He's a, he's a master <laughs> manipulator. And like, dude, you can't knock the hustle I'll go back even further. Uh, Bob, pull up the assassination of MLK. I believe he was one of the people pointing. And I mean, he knew where the camera was, everything. And it was just like he's on the balcony there in Memphis and he's pointing. That fucking dude has been everywhere a camera has been for the last 60 years. And it's nuts to me. Um, You want to talk about building a career out of showing up at, at tragedies? Like, that's the dude. That's Jesse Jackson. I don't Al know Sharpton, what he does. Al Sharpton was mm. doing that too. Oh yeah, but both of them. Well, that um, was only after Al Sharpton became a, a state's witness, right? After being uh, uh, arrested for a lot of cocaine, right? Was he? Oh, oh yeah. I just remember. I mostly remember Al Sharpton for the whole Tawana Brawley thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like yeah. rape hoax. Uh, yeah. Pull up that picture. There we go. Boom. Look at that. So he's pointing there. Great. Go to the other one, Bob. How do you know that somebody right just didn't hit a pop up on the infield? What's that? <laughs> 
So this was right before MLK was shot. Go back there, Bob. Having a laugh there. Now Martin looks like he knows where he's like, who is that white motherfucker in the distance? Well, it wasn't a white dude. And you don't think so? No, it definitely wasn't. How do you know? Because they're witnesses. Oh, of, of who did? So, look, we went through the whole thing, and I remember when that trial was going on on Fox. I hate to say Fox, but it was true. James Earl Ray was the guy that was accused of killing MLK. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went through this whole retrial with the kids, and, and it had the permission of the kids to do it. And they said that it, it wasn't the guy, but they never said the answer to it. So I didn't know. Well, I mean, technically, it was probably white people via, via the, the Central Intelligence Agency or the FBI, right? Right. Probably. Yeah. Because that's how we operate as a country. But. Well, that's why, that's why RFK Jr. is saying that he's worried the CIA is going to kill him. Right? He should be. He yeah. should be. Yeah. And they won't give him secret service protection. That's kind of wacky. It is. And I, look, I think I don't Trump. Think you get secret service protection this early in the campaign. Well, but he went Trump all did. through it. He went all through it with Tucker. And he, mm. Everybody. like, a lot of people did. His uncle, what's his name? Teddy Kennedy. Yeah. He got it. Uh, a lot of people did. Obama got it, Obama like, got way it, yeah. far out, like, 400 mm. days, something like that. Yeah. Quite, quite quite so it is kind of shocking since his father was assassinated and his uncle was assassinated that uh, he doesn't get any protection at all. Yeah, it's wild. Where was uh, the protection, though, when Ted, Ted Kennedy was on that bridge? Do we know in Chappaquiddick? Was, were they just gone? They had the night off because of the storm, maybe? Well, that they, was, that was only, before. That yeah. was before he got the protection. <laughs> they right. He was supposed to be the protection for That's that poor right. girl. Their job is he, to he protect him. Yeah. Yeah, and not he's fine. He's well, fine. he was. That's he right. was. He's still alive. Yeah. Well, no, is he? Did he pass? No, he's he dead. Gone? He's yeah. been dead for no, years. He's, All right, Pete. He's gone but not now, from but a car wreck right, and a bridge. Just no, he didn't. Uh, he didn't drown yeah. on a bridge. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, with Trump, uh, last night, everything seemed very, very staged. So as I was watching this unfold last night, uh, he said, oh, the, the indictment might come down. We're not really sure, blah, blah, blah. And then something got leaked to the grand jury before it was announced. Well, that was really fascinating. So you had a Reuters reporter say, you know, these are the charges and a little document, a screen grab of a document came out. Mm-hmm. And then um, I remember because I was talking to Jack Posobiec about it and he was like, oh, check this out. And then he was like, it's deleted. What happened? And so we were sort of all over that, like wondering what happened with this thing. And then you had the uh, clerk come out and say that it was fictitious, that it wasn't right. real. But then when the indictment finally dropped, those were the charges. Those were the <laughs> those exact were charges, the charges across the board. So it wasn't fictitious at all. It was just leaked. And how do you... Say That's what felony, the charges the are yes. before the grand jury has voted on yeah. charges. Like that's 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 got to be some kind of mistrial. That's part of it, and then leaking it outside of official channels is a is a felony as well. Right? And Reuters had everything first. I mean, yeah. when it was later reported, and this is twice in what three weeks that some weird shit's gone on administratively. Forget about the the Supreme Court leak. Mm-hmm. Right back in the day. But, what, the Dobbs one? Uh, well, yeah, that one. Yeah, it's like, but then three weeks ago, um, <clears throat> one of the uh, state's attorneys called the court pretending to be somebody on Trump's team and saying, we don't need this information put into, into it was the stuff that uh, Matt no, that Gates did, right? I thought, uh, that was, I thought that was Hunter, Hunter Biden. Biden. Hunter Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. in Delaware. Yeah. Yeah, it was and in Hunter Delaware. Biden's attorneys said, oh, we don't, we don't need this stuff. That yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, and then it gets even odder. So as this is unfolding, because I'm kind of watching it online, mm-hmm. and then I'm flipping through the TV. You know, the audience knows this. I'll go through all the news uh, channels because they're all bullshit, that's to be honest with too, you. Yeah. So I'll go from CNN to Fox to MSNBC and then just trying to gauge 
what everybody's doing and see why they're covering it the way they are covering it. I flip on over to MSNBC magically last night, right before Rachel Maddow was going on air. They were having air. so much fun. Who was her special guest? It was girls guest? night on MSNBC. It was Hillary Clinton. <laughs> what are the chances that Hillary Clinton was the guest on Rachel Maddow the exact moment that Trump was getting indicted. How would they know? I don't know. It's a mystery <laughs> to me, and I can't wrap my mind around it. They I'm not so willing ready. to speculate. But I mean, like, let's say, let's say they didn't know exactly when it was going to drop. If someone called Hillary Clinton and said, can you come on in five minutes to talk about Trump indictment? Yippee! She would have gotten on her broomstick and, like, flown mm. out there. You know? Oh, she would have gotten instant, on, on the instant. Ocean Gate thing again. Yeah. What do we have? What, what's our options for transportation? If you, It's only Ocean Gate. Let's give it a go. Fire up the remote control. <laughs> If you try to make a sequel to Wag the Dog right now and advertise it on social media, it would get censored or banned, right? Because it would be too accurate to what the fuck's going right. on in yes. politics right now. Yeah. You'd have to start a war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, look, you have obviously an important position in life and in the media and all that other stuff. I like my job. I, you're, and you're great at it. We're, we're lucky you're on the show today. Can you explain the charges to the audience so they could better understand what's going on? Because right now we see the headlines of what it is. Uh, we'll play her speech here in a minute, but uh, uh, just tell everybody the the exact charges that they're yeah. facing and then who it is, because I think Giuliani's charged. Mm-hmm. I think Mark Meadows is also charged mm-hmm. as well. It seemed to me, and I don't know if you got the same feeling, that when this dropped last night, it was almost like they were rounding up uh, a mob from the 1930s in New York where they're, yeah. we've got 18 people here and they're all in cahoots together. Yeah, so you do. You have 19 people, including Donald Trump, a bunch of his associates, attorneys, people who worked on the campaign. Um, Fanny Willis wants to try all 19 people together, which seems absolutely like a total shit show in a circus. Would you, wouldn't you all have to sit at the same table and then share well, lawyers at the same time? Yeah. I mean, she wants to try them all together. And I don't think that, I mean, I think that that's absolutely absurd, but the charges, um, and I, I, I wrote them all down. I copied them all out. It's a violation of the Georgia Rico act. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer, false statements and writings, impersonating a public officer, conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer, forgery in the first degree, conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree, conspiracy to commit false statements and writings, criminal attempt to commit filing false documents, conspiracy to commit filing false documents, criminal attempt to commit influencing witnesses, influencing witnesses, conspiracy to commit election fraud, conspiracy to commit computer theft, conspiracy to commit computer trespass, conspiracy to commit computer invasion of privacy, conspiracy to defraud the state and perjury. Okay, so yeah, the charges. RICO, RICO requires I was going to say, it past tell, and tell everybody what RICO mm-hmm. means. It requires yeah. past and present crimes because it's meant to show the on, an ongoing criminal organization, right? That's mm-hmm. the point of RICO, is to roll a bunch of people up who are involved in different crimes, but as one crime, essentially, and charge them all at the same time. But you show, there, it's called predicates, and there is, you have to show past, present, crime and in, a, and in an organization. Now, it's a, it is a private organization. It's a political campaign, mm-hmm. right? So that, I mean, I guess technically it's an organization. But it's not but a no criminal enterprise. No, and no one's ever fucking... If, if a... Let's say all the charges are true, right? Let's just, for the sake of argument, that's still not RICO. Right. It still isn't an organization that was, that was structured to commit crimes on an ongoing basis. 
this is the dumbest shit that I've ever seen in my life. But it's the same thing with Alvin Bragg. He charged shit that's not even in his jurisdiction. Well, the you thing with I mean? Alvin Bragg, too, is so he has all these, these counts of falsification mm. of business documents. He elevated them to a felony, but he won't tell anyone what the felony is. Yeah. So well, it's only a felony if it's, in, it's to cover up a felony. To, yeah, right? it's only a felony if it's to cover up a secondary crime. Oh and he God. won't say what the secondary crime is. Because well, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have right. to. In the state of New well, York, you don't have to say it until it, it, the trial starts. The thing is, if you look at his past cases, he always has. Mm-hmm. This is like the one time he hasn't. You almost start to think that he's waiting for the Georgia indictment so he could say, oh, that's the crime that this was all in service to. Well, the other part about this, too, that I was thinking about last night is I'm from Georgia. Um, this is the one state that uh, even if Trump is elected, he could pardon himself from New York. He could pardon himself from Florida. He could right. pardon himself from D.C. You cannot in the state of Georgia. So I think it's a coordinated effort to try to get him. And Georgia was the last piece of this puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I think this is all part of a bigger master plan from somebody that maybe rhymes with Obama. Uh, it's definitely not Biden. Let's face it. He's not well, here. he's not really there. He's not there. So mm-hmm. this is somebody else who's doing it yeah, but in Obama's, a coordinated attempt. Obama's right. super busy like daydreaming about dudes. So uh, Well, that was in his 20s. He's no, grown up now. You think he, he married Michelle Obama. You think it's over? I don't know. Did you read the love letters? I did not read the love letters. Oh, those no. are great. Yeah, those are really it's great. no, it's 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 this the kind of love letter letter you would expect to hear from a guy who breaks out a guitar at a group event at a fucking beach. Oh no! And starts playing. Oh, yeah, no. those are the worst when that happens. God and you're sitting there it. and you're like, how long do I have to smile? Can I leave? When can I leave? Yeah. Why are oh, there I'm not so, more drinks? I'm so deep, man. You guys want some mushrooms? Oh. And then all of a oh, sudden, no. Libby, you get a you get one, you get an index uh-huh. finger on the lips, and it's mm-hmm. a lot of shh, and then right? with arms wide open. He starts singing fucking Wonderwall. Changes everything, yeah. What a disaster. God damn it, dude. Like Or he starts singing, uh, what's that song? Uh, that, that Champagne dude, Supernova. No, that dude from South Carolina. What was his name? Uh, Richmond. Darius from- Rucker. Oh, no, 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 Rucker? no, no, not him. No, you mean the new guy? No, 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 the the old one. This that guy's from West Virginia. Um, God, what is that song? What guy's I'll from be West your crying shoulder. That whole thing. I'll be yeah. your crying shoulder. Yeah, how many times I I heard that and wanted to physically assault the person singing it on a beach or somewhere. I love it. Late teens, early twenties. I love it. I wanted so to kill much. those people. Uh, lo- Libby, how many times you heard it in real life? That's actually I, why I joined I the military. I actually don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're a liar. You're an I don't absolute know this. liar. Edwin McCain. Uh-uh. That's his Edwin McCain. Yeah. yeah. I don't know this one. Come on, Edwin McCain. I don't know. <sighs> Full of hits, that guy. Well, is this the one? Two. Well, he. What was two. the other one? Uh, the other one was from a very popular TV show. And uh, you want to name the show, Bob? It's a, it was on the CW. Bob, pull up Edmund McCain. Uh, Jimmy was a good friend. Yeah, was a brother of mine. I mean, it was a. It I'll was be. A, yeah. No, I'll no, be. That's, that's what we're talking shoulder. about. What was the second one? Number two. Give me a second hit, Bob. There is. I could not ask for more. Letter to my mother. Oh yeah, I could oh, not yeah. ask for more. That was one too. Yeah. Shit, three hits he's got. Yeah, yeah. he was like three a hits. he was like a low rent acoustic version of Nickelback, basically, right? He was really talented. Oh, sure, okay. yeah. Gone before his time. Did he die? Is he still alive? Is Edwin McCain still alive? He appears to be alive and well in South Carolina. Yeah, he was at J6, so he's hiding out now. Is he? Was, no, he, at J6? was he at J6? We don't know I don't yet. think so. Um, he looks like he might have been, but it's so do I. So. <laughs> Solitude. You enjoy the convenience of my solitude. That was with Hootie, too. They, they sang together. Yeah, because they both went to the University of South Carolina. Holy shit, yeah. dude. We, Edwin's got more hits than we think. I shamed him, and I apologize. Edwin Anyways, McCain. the point of all that was... 
that Obama is a little bitch. Yes. Right? <laughs> it is. It is. So he wrote some, some gay love letters okay. to a lady in college. I got said it. Said he had some homosexual thoughts. Sure. But he was making love to men daily, but only in his imagination. Only, right. Only and, that, and that's what it said in the letter. No that, lie. That's one no of lie. the most unique ways of trying to get laid I've ever heard. I've never. That, Same I mean, here. Also, doesn't his half brother say that he's gay? He, he said a lot. That guy, though, I don't really know because uh, they kind of pull him out of a tent here and there, right. and then they get to an just, interview. Just like say wacky stuff. I know they throw like a Be polo like, on him. Discredit Obama, yeah. for a couple minutes, and then go back home. You can tell those guys because they always got like a weird scar on their head. It's like, did did you fall? What happened, bud? Did you see some Something. shit? Yeah. What happened? There? Was it from Nam? What happened? Did you buddy? get too close to yeah. the fire when they were heating up beans that night? How did you get it? Uh, so with all of this, those yeah. beans are under pressure. They sure are. You got to pop the lid first, because otherwise it's going to pop and scar head, and then you're going to be on TV talking about your brother. That's why. You know that's I mean? why David Bowie and Freddie Mercury wrote that song. That's Under now stuck in my head. You're welcome. Yeah. Under pressure. I don't, and it's just I don't beans actually exploding. even mind, but I like that song. <laughs> just a big Vanilla Ice fan. Huge. Here, yeah. What uh, What do you think is going to happen with all of this? Um, because when When's the first one supposed to start? I know they were pushing for March, August. I well, believe. So, right. So the next thing in which one is it? The next thing in the the DOJ January sixth conspiracy, mm-hmm. I believe, is August twenty eighth. Yes, that, that's when I'm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Fannie Willis wants all these nineteen people to surrender on August twenty fifth, which is first. That's next Friday. Okay, so that's that's what she said last a week night. From oh, okay, that's so like a week from this Friday. So our, she wants all nineteen people and their lawyers to, to come into court, and she wants them to be arrested next Friday. So that's going to be totally wacky. In Atlanta? In Atlanta, in Fulton County. Bro, that's, then, that's my hometown. Oh, really? Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. And, then you and have Fulton the, County in particular. The 28th, there's another hearing for the uh, January 6th conspiracy one in D.C., although I don't think Trump has to appear in that one. I think the next Alvin Bragg New York thing is December 4th. Is that right? And I know there's stuff in March, the Florida case... You're right. The yes. Florida yep. case. Uh, what's her name? It's Judge right Cannon. after the primaries are over. Yeah, Judge yeah. Cannon uh, said that the DOJ's timeline for their um, seized documents case, she said it was too aggressive and they couldn't do it. So it's really just spread throughout the election season. He's gonna have like, what's gonna? It's totally. Can we curse on this show? You say whatever the fuck you want. That is so fucked up. It's so fucked up the way that they're trying to prevent this man from being able to run for president again. And at every step of the way, right, his polls just keep getting higher and higher and higher. Higher and higher. Well, he's a martyr now. Right. And the more you look at it and you're like, they're telling me I can't vote for this man, like, I'm going to bring a pencil and I'm just going to write it in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like, go to hell, everybody. And it really is, you know, Trump talks about how it's really an attack on everybody else, right? And he's just in the way. And it really does seem like that because for four years that you had Trump in office, you had a a half the American population who had been shut out from culture in so many ways for so long, shut out of government. You had them have a voice at the highest level of power literally in the world Mm -hmm. and nowhere else. They had a voice at the head of the White House. They didn't have a voice in academia or entertainment or any other area of politics. And then they were shut out, right? And yeah, you can't when you look that at, bell. Yeah, and when you look at Georgia, and it is, what, 11,779 votes? It's not a lot. Yeah. It's not a lot of votes in a state with, like, what, 10 million people? Yeah. It's just not a lot of votes. So you could see how you'd be like, you know what, let's do a super careful recount and just make sure 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and but, now you have people, say, you know, and then you have people saying, oh, obviously it was totally accurate, blah, blah, blah. But that's such a small number of votes. And we saw what happened in mm-hmm. Florida with Gore and Bush. Mm-hmm. Um, Same thing happened in Michigan this this last yeah, cycle as well. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's it, very wacky. It's, it's very bizarre. Yeah. It's like uh, and then, then they use these phrases that you you hear pervasively throughout the media and you heard it in 2016 with hillary Mm -hmm. the most qualified candidate for president in american history Mm -hmm. over and over you heard that and then somehow you heard 2020 no that was the most secure election in american history okay what exactly did you do to make it more secure because you wouldn't pass voter id laws correct right you wouldn't fucking have people actually show up nope you just mailed things out and we've caught hundreds of people ballot harvesting right right this is not a fucking conspiracy theory anymore it's just a conspiracy that happened well the thing that happens too is they keep <clears throat> making things legal to make it so that they can right. do more fuckery and then the and resistance we saw that in early in the pandemic it was what like april and oh, yeah. nancy pelosi yeah. april 2020 and nancy pelosi's all we have to do mail-in balloting for the whole country oh, yeah. because everybody's gonna get sick and it was total lie. Yep. It was, it was, it was eight months in advance. It was eight months mm-hmm. in advance. And I remember at the time talking to you know the rest of the crew at Post Millennial, and we were all like, this seems like a fix. Mm-hmm. Well, Pennsylvania. This seems like an advanced fix of yeah. this situation. And it for sure, it really seems like Some it. of these states that made alterations have in their constitution, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, I think Michigan as well, have in their constitution that you can't change the electoral laws in a in a in an electoral cycle it has to you you have to wait two years right so i can pass a law now to do that to make mail-in voting the standard but it i can't it, until the next midterm election or the next full election well right? isn't that partially why trump was suing in pennsylvania yes because yeah. he was saying yeah. they changed the laws within the voting cycle yeah. and it shouldn't be legal and the supreme court was like in pennsylvania was like meh i think it's fine yeah and the other thing too regarding this election and these particular charges because the other ones are J- january 6th mm-hmm. Uh, business dealings in New York, and then mm-hmm. the documents are down in Florida. Right. Uh, but regarding this one, asking for a recount, like you were saying, and everything else, f- when it's such a small number, is fine. Mm-hmm. Him saying, find the fucking 12,000 votes or whatever on the phone call, like, He's, that's how he was Trump like, talks. All I need. Yeah, that's but, just how he is. But that's how he talks, mm-hmm. anyways. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. shit, he was tossing out hats last night yeah. right. to people, like, he was tossing out. Paper towels to Puerto Ricans yep. uh, after a hurricane, and it was like that's, that's just him it's on just a daily basis. And by the he's way, a New Yorker, you yeah. know, and the rest of the country maybe doesn't understand New Yorkers. A New Yorker, that's, that's what he's like. Reality TV star, sure. Yes. So it's all about I mean, fucking presentation Queens, and delivery. You know, with him. Yeah. It's all about thing. the bit and the show, and everything's mm. great. I beat the virus. Like all of it is, it's a fucking show, and that's why everybody voted for him and got behind him in the first place. But to get the to get the conviction on this, you have to prove that he didn't think he won. Right. Right. And you will never prove what that. The f- never. I keep How thinking of George Costanza, you know, when George Costanza says to Jerry, it isn't a lie, Jerry, if you believe it. Yeah. That's, I mean, how, how you, you really think you're going to fucking trip up Trump? He, he's the Plus, only president he in American. It. He definitely believes it. Well, yeah. he's, he's, pro- he's probably right, too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of evidence to suggest he's right. But um, yeah, you, he's the only president I've ever seen stand up in front of an antagonistic press corps and just go for three hours and fuck you the whole time. You he doesn't I mean? care. And look, I, we've talked about this on the show too. Like if you've ever been to a rally or anything else, it's, it's like a rock concert. And then he's doing like three of these a day. I, I wish I had that kind of energy. I don't know if he's on Adderall or whatever. I don't even give a fuck. Like the, the fact that he's able to do it is, is impressive enough on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I ran into a bizarre thing with this last night. Cause I flipped over from MSNBC to Fox to CNN and uh, Bob, you can play this clip here. So the former lieutenant governor of Georgia actually 
went on air after testifying in court yesterday. Jeff Duncan is his name. And I'm looking at this fucking guy last night. And I'm like, God damn it. I know him. I do. I actually went to high school with this fucking guy. played in these 10 indictments that we are learning about now. Well, I certainly answered the questions that they gave me with and supplied them with the facts and details that I knew uh, existed. And, uh, you know, that that's what this is all about, is just getting the facts to the surface. I mean, finally, it's taken two and a half years to, to move past all of this uh, misinformation and all of these conspiracy theories. The facts uh, will rise at the top. And then thankfully, it's taken us to this point here now. What was it like, I mean, to even be in that room today? Was it intense? I mean, how would you describe it? Yeah, it certainly felt like the center of the universe. I mean, there was no well, doubt in my mind. That's what you wanted, serious, isn't it? You know? uh, tone, a very what a fucking tone. No, I, everybody in the room. Uh, you can, you uh, can knew, press knew pause here, Bob. There. Good enough. That's all you needed to see. Not only was she laughing during this interview, but then he's feeding this fucking horse shit. Like, dude, in, in high school, man, this kid was as cool as it got, to be honest with you. Uh, baseball player, superstar, was on uh, Georgia Tech's baseball team, and then Veritech crushed his hopes and dreams, Jason Veritech, by cranking out home runs. I didn't know what happened to him because we thought he was going to be a Major League Baseball player. Uh, turns out he's just a, a piece of shit politician down there who was now flipped on his own party. Now, here's the interesting part. is uh, When I went back and looked, because I was like, God damn it, I haven't seen him in 20 years or whatever at this point. I went back and looked. He is now a correspondent for CNN. Well, yeah, that's the natural oh. progression, right? It is, but you're... So here's the, the thing that I find fucked up about last night. He testified yesterday and then is a correspondent for CNN and going on air after testifying against the former president of the United States and you're hired to go on as a correspondent immediately afterwards? Like, well, he, he all of this felt staged last night. He wasn't a correspondent prior to the testimony yesterday? He was, but they hired him right after his first... Oh, I see. Go round. So his name was on the roster there. You know, this thing's been going around in Georgia for months and months. And the speculation, are they going to try him? Are they going to indict him? All this other stuff. And so he was magically there and just happened to be ready to go for right after this was over. You know what? I can testify against him and then hop right on CNN live on TV. Hillary's on the other channel and Rachel Maddow. What are the chances? It's almost like you're getting paid for your testimony. It's fucked, right? I mean, it's just fucked up. But he didn't turn on his party. I've been telling you this and everybody else for five years now. The aristocracy will protect itself before it'll protect any given political party or position. You're you're right. 100% right. And what he's doing right here is circling the wagons Mm -hmm. because the people in administrative power in this country don't want somebody like Donald Trump giving a voice to people like this dude we hear singing, singing folk music. You know what I mean? Right. They just don't want they don't want that person to be heard. And if he does get heard, they want to make sure that they capitalize on it somehow. Right. They want to make sure they capitalize on covid or whatever else happens. It's all like just a big fuck fuck game. And and the, the thing that I wonder most about this upcoming election is if it was if it was tomorrow, I think mm-hmm. Trump would win in a landslide and it would be over. You think the general he'd win the landslide? Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If it was tomorrow. The the problem with it is is we're so used to these news cycles that are 48 hours and washed out. This Trump bullshit's been going on for a while. People are kind of over it at this point. There wasn't as much interest in the third and fourth indictment as there was the first. I mean, they barely they didn't break into the local news last night for this. Like they you know- they're So if it was tomorrow, I would say landslide. As people get more and more desensitized to this over the next, you know, we're 13 months away from the election at this point, 
Will it hold up? Will the momentum hold up? And if he has to go to these court hearings, mm-hmm. will he be able to make the rallies? Because that's a big thing that's for him. That's a huge thing, yeah. It's a huge thing. Because once you're there, you're there and you feel like you're part of a rock concert. And whether or not you were on the fence or not, if somebody just took you there, saw everybody partying, ha- you know, handing out hard AF seltzers out of the back of their truck to you so you could get wasted, yeah, you'd be like, all right, I fucking love this guy. Let's go and let's go vote. But now you might nuke him out of the rallies. And you might keep him in court for all of this shit, as well as keeping a presidential candidate down. What, what he later went on to say in this interview on CNN is, we should give somebody else a chance. Who? Nobody is stuck on the Republican side here. So if something does happen to him, in your opinion, who steps up and fills the void for Trump? Uh, I don't think we've seen necessarily who fills the void. I think Vivek Ramaswamy has been pretty interesting in the way that he's moving the conversation. I've respected how he's continued to speak out against all of these indictments. Uh, The DeSantis campaign I was very interested in, and Mm -hmm. then they kept not announcing a run for president and still running for president. I thought that whole thing, I found it so so annoying and insulting and you would ask you'd be like oh what's going on with the Santas and they'd be like oh well he hasn't announced a run yet we're not running and it's like shut up you are like shut up just right. just announce your stupid campaign and let's move it along and then the Twitter spaces felt like a soft launch when he came out mm-hmm. it was like why didn't you do a Twitter spaces with a full live stream and you're having a big party like make it something I want to be part of not just right. like a, a chat line that I'm like paying 35 cents a minute for whatever it is um The thing that I think needs to be remembered with these Trump indictments and as people are getting bored of it and they say like, oh, you know, just let this go away. Who cares? A couple of things are true. This has never happened before in American history that you've had the um, the judicial, you know, the judicial branch of the executive office going after the main political opposition of the current leader. That's actually totally insane. To have that be happening. At least not publicly. Right. I mean, <laughs> they, do, they do it in the background. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah, Hillary sure, Clinton yeah. and her stupid mm-hmm. steel dossier. But, but this time it's just but all on full is, display. Right. It's yeah. on full display. We haven't seen this before. This is the kind of thing that you would have the Democratic left say, like, oh, we're going to go into another country and deal with it because this is corruption. This is such obvious corruption. So you have that. But you also have, and I think this cannot be overstated, you also have the DOJ going after a bunch of people whose names we don't know. You have them going after in Michigan, right? Michigan, they're going after the electors there, the alternate slate of electors who were Oh, yes, 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 yep. They're trying to do that in Wisconsin. You had the Merrick Garland say just a couple months ago that they were going to arrest another thousand people Mm -hmm. over January 6th. That's a lot of people, right? That's like more. So they already arrested a thousand and now they're going to do another thousand. They're going to deal with these people in this way. You have the judge in the D.C. Trump case has given extra sentences to uh, January 6th defendants. And she worked with Hunter Biden at, at his law firm. And she gave bigger sentences than the DOJ had even asked for. So that's a thing. And then just if you look at Mar-a-Lago, they're going after a maintenance guy. They're going after He's a surveillance right guy. Now. Right. Yeah. They're just going after regular people. So as they keep all of our attention on Trump and mm-hmm. say and normalize that they're that they're prosecuting their leading political opponent and a former president of the United States who, despite all the controversy, was beloved, right? Mm-hmm. While they're doing that, they're actually slowly targeting regular people and you know like if you shook trump's hand watch out yeah yeah you're going down and uh that that's the way it felt like last night Mm -hmm. they didn't say who the other people were nope and then the list came out and we saw who it was 
because uh, a lot of people were asking where Mark Meadows was. Uh, was he in hiding? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he probably knew this was coming down. So and Giuliani, uh, I mean. Giuliani did amazing things for the city of New York. The city of New York would not have been able to have been destroyed over the past four, four years if it wasn't for all of the amazing work that Giuliani put in. I remember in 93 being in New York, the way that the city just got cleaned up. Oh, yeah. He yeah. and Bernie you know, Carrick really cleaned that place up. Unbel- it was like unbelievable. I, I lived there during that period. Me, and, I was yes. in college, yeah. and I was just like, I remember just being floored. Like, it used to be you could wander through Washington Square Park, and everyone would offer you drugs. And then, like, it was practically overnight. And it was like, oh, I guess I have to go down the Lower East Side now to get my drugs. I can't do it in Washington Square anymore. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, man? Right? It was really inconvenient. It really was. This, this all does kind of feel, though, like, um, you, you say it's never happened in American history, and that is technically true, but it does feel a lot like what happened right before America started with um, John Adams representing Captain Preston and his men, right? For the uh, Sons of Liberty shootout situation. Wait, the the Boston Massacre thing? No. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's like... John Adams was cool. Yeah, yeah, good. Well, he's a dick, but certainly... Pretty fascinating. ...like-minded with me. Um, yeah, so if, if you don't know this history, um, the Sons of Liberty, actually his... Uh, Samuel Adams, his cousin, fucking started a riot, basically, right? And then some British soldiers returned fire, and they got prosecuted for it and john adams defended them and he got them off and then several i bet i think two months later the crown said that all future criminal trials will take place back in england mm-hmm. right because they didn't trust the american system even though he had represented them and got them off and that's what led that that and a couple other things led to the boston tea party right right which kind of kicked off this country but this seems a lot like that it seems like um it seems like a uh an institutional power that has no intent to represent the will of the people. And, you know, there's only one way to solve this problem, right? And that's to take the institutional power down in some way. That it's There's no other way to handle this. Right, and that's kind of what he's running on right now. And, you know, people are, are getting behind it and everything else. Uh, I asked a buddy of mine who's in Atlanta currently, uh, shout out Thad if you're listening to the show today, um, because I, I grew up in Fulton County and I know what that district, the entire county is like. So what a lot of people don't realize about Fulton County, you think it's just Atlanta. It's not. It goes 40 miles out into the suburbs. So with that jury, let's say this trial happens and they put all 19 people up and everything else. You're not just going to get the liberals from the, the city. You're going to get uh, some of the whites out in the, in the suburbs who love Trump. I don't know that even if they went through a full trial, they would be able to get 12 people to convict him there. You only got to get one. You only have to get one Republican. You only have to get one Republican on there, and you're good to go. Um, Now, New York... They'll process. That's it. Uh, it's oh, it's over. It's over. And we've seen that time and time Mm -hmm. again in New York, and uh, and it's over there. D.C. I don't know that you'll be able to get a Republican in D.C. because it's people who live there in that in that district. Right. I think they'll Florida, get a change. They'll never win. They'll get a change of venue. You in think DC, they'll take yeah. it to? They're trying. They're trying there's to take no, it to West Virginia. There's no way right, they won't right, be able to. Right. Well, Which, I don't, they're not going to agree to West Virginia, but maybe Northern Virginia. And then no. Oliver Anthony is going to sing before the trial yeah. starts on the yeah. steps, and it's going to go viral, and it's going to be a blast. And no. that's going to be right before they say that he raped everybody and he's racist. Like, yes. Just watch out for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, oh, that's right. We just had that trial in New York as well with Eugene Carroll. Right. 
the woman he never met, and mm-hmm. he owned the hotel next door. And then the judge, was, after the case, yes. was like, uh, yeah, by the way, totally raped her. Like, what? Based on what evidence? And you don't have the authority to fucking... Well, and he goes, well, it's what people think about rape. Yeah. And it was like, no, nobody thinks about that. Um, no. But that trial... Also, like... But that, that jury came back. I don't know how back. you rape someone in the dressing room at Bergdorf's. Like, I just don't... I don't Is see it how that that's... big? I haven't tried it's on shoes de- there in a while. It's a department store. It's very fancy... You know, yeah. like I guess if you're you, quick, help, right? Help. Maybe somebody like, from Saturday Night Live, they do the quick change. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe you had the whole SNL uh, wardrobe staff back there and they were kind of Chevy getting Chase. Well, Alvin Bragg, the, the Manhattan DA, then got permission from the judge to use Trump's testimony in the Eugene Carroll case for his stupid uh, falsification of business documents case. What would that have to do with any of that? It, absolutely not. It doesn't yeah. have anything to do with anything, but now he gets to have extra stuff to shove in that folder because you know the jury returned that verdict real quick mm-hmm. and I, I think that was that's what would happen in new york anyways mm-hmm. where you're gonna get 12 liberals boom you're done there i think he'll i think he'd get out of georgia uh dc not sure and then florida absolutely not um so it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out at what point or month uh, i should say does biden step in or force to be step in to say we have a presidential election because if the primaries go by and it's a landslide for Trump, which we're all expecting it to be at this point, at what point is is, is the press going to be so negative against Biden that he's going to have to step in and say, all right, guys, let's postpone this till after the election? Because I, I think you'll almost be forced with that at that point. The public outcry would just grow and grow and grow as it got closer to the election if all this shit continued on. Well, maybe, but I don't know why Biden would do anything about it. And I certainly don't think his Department of Justice would. You saw what the Department of Justice did. According to the IRS whistleblower, Gary Shapley, who Mm -hmm. testified in Congress, I guess, in June, he said that they were investigating Hunter Biden's tax crimes. They were uncovering all this wacky stuff. And the DOJ, as soon as it became apparent that um, Biden, Joe Biden, was going to be the nominee, they sort of put the brakes on the on the investigation and they said you know we're going to hold on this until after the election and Shapley said that the IRS had been planning to go public with these charges they were forced to hold on to it then after the election the DOJ said oh we're still not going to go public because now the election is contested so we're not going to go public with that when they finally did get permission to go public um, Shapley testified that a um, one of the DOJ attorneys, Wolf, I think her name is, mm-hmm. tipped off Hunter Biden's uh, secret service detail. So the DOJ is already in the pocket of Joe Biden. They're not going to have any interest in holding off on any of this stuff. So it doesn't matter if Biden came out and said, I'm going to tell the DOJ that they have to hold off on this stuff. Everyone would then say, oh, but you've been telling us this whole time that the DOJ is independent. So why are you getting involved in their situation now? But but would the public outcry be so loud that you're forced to shut it down? Because at that point, if it gets past the primaries, it would be Trump and Biden and Trump would not be able to do rallies, effectively run, do anything else because of what's going on. I think, I think people would rage. Um, and then, well, you know. what Trump will do is have proxies if he's not able to do the rallies himself. He'll send out his kids. He'll send out proxies for that. But right? there, it's not him. And that's the thing is like, you know, we've met the family. They're all lovely. Uh, Eric's been on the show. We know Don Jr., all those guys, Ivanka. It's, it's just not the same. Like, she's good by herself but it seems like she's trying to distance herself from all of that uh, that stuff she's trying to raise her kids she's really. been invisible yes yeah. um it seems like 
it, well, according to what we've heard, that uh, it was just too much scrutiny, and she was worried about her children growing up and everything else, and she just bowed out. She said, look, I love you guys, but uh, I want to live a normal life. I'm all good. It really was the swamp at the end of the day, and I got to get the fuck out of here and protect my kids. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that you're sending her out. Don's great, but it's not... It's not. It's not Trump. You know. It's not. It's not the dad. I'm just saying that'll be the strategy. But yeah, it's. Uh, there, there's no. You're. You're asking about the public outcry, but the public outcry has to be amplified in some way for people to even recognize it's happening. I think you're right about that. I mean, what public outcry so far? You know, every step of the way, when there is a public outcry from Trump supporters, it's just shut down. Mm-hmm. They MSNBC comes out, they tell everybody that they're racist and crazy and misogynist and hateful and horrible and mm-hmm. transphobic and, you know, pick your ick to throw in there. <clears throat> but there hasn't been a major public outcry. I'm seeing people on Twitter start saying things like, you know, well, start saying things. It's been a few months. We need a civil war. This is time to, like, really take big action. I don't know that the American people are prepared for that either. I think it's the kind of thing where so long as you can get dinner on the table for your kids, that's what you're going to do. That's the, that's the argument I've, I've had on this show forever and because uh, I, don't, I don't believe so either. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just too many fucking people in this country. There's 330 million. Now, granted, you wouldn't need a lot, like Dan has said in, in the, before in the past, but uh, you would still need the organization of it and everything else. Now, on the flip side of that, it seems like the media is really pushing that narrative. I'll read two articles a week about a civil war from some media outlet mm-hmm. and, and why we're headed towards it or right. we're, we're like getting close it. to it. It is. It, it's like they really fucking Well, I can it. promise you they don't. I, in real life, they wouldn't. But uh, for their, their clicks and everything else, uh, because that's the last part of this to me is we saw what it was like when, when Biden took office. Um, I predicted this on the show. I said, look, if he were to win, which I, I did not think he was going to in a million fucking years, but I go, if he does... All you guys, are you'll, you'll celebrate for the nights and then you'll all be out of jobs the next day because you'll have nothing to cover. Um, and with that, it almost seems like a concerted effort with all of this shit of like, how do we save media as well? Media is a powerful tool. If we all go bankrupt and the New York Times goes bankrupt and all that other stuff, how can we jam out the messages you guys need us to say on a day-to-day basis? We need these indictments. And that's also what it feels like is this is saving traditional media as well because people are back watching cable news again. Fox News ratings are finally back up. MSNBC is up. Maddow was only supposed to do one night a week. Now she's popping out a couple times to do the indictment stuff. And Here's what's going on. You ever, like Remember playing games as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Playing tag or some shit like that. Everybody knows the rules. Base, tag, you get tagged, you're it, all that. And then you know at some point... People get bored or it digresses to a point where no one follows the rules anymore. And now you're not playing a game any longer. Right. And everybody just kind of the game dissolves and everybody goes home or goes on to something else. We're in that period right now where the leftists in this country and a lot of the a lot of people in the Republican Party as well have decided not to play by any of the rules anymore. Right. We we, and 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 we're in I, I don't I don't know that. We'll ever see any kind of civil war, like again, between who and whom and over what exactly, right? Like that's, it's been very obvious in the past what we were fighting, who we were fighting and over what. But now we're not so disparate geog- geographically anymore. We're just kind of amongst each other everywhere. Well, mm-hmm. states' rights could be an issue again. You know, we see that with so <clears throat> many of these, uh, with like abortion yeah. and. Uh, the Supreme Court's done a decent job at states' stuff, rights, yeah. You know, and so that's been mm-hmm. sort of interesting. You have like, what is it? Uh, 
20 states that have laws banning the medicalized sex changes for kids. Mm -hmm. You have like, I don't know, I don't know if it is 20, but some large number of states that have gone ahead with bans on abortion past certain periods of time or altogether. Mm -hmm. um, and then, then you have like the ACLU and PFLAG. This was happening in Texas this morning. I was at the courthouse. Um, they are bringing suit against the states that ban uh, medical sex changes for kids. Okay, so the state of Texas is suing other states? No, the state of Texas passed this bill saying that you can't medically sex change minors. Okay, for, for only the state of Texas, correct? Yeah, just okay, Texas. Gotcha. Texas did that. Okay. And so then you have the ACLU, which used to stand up for free speech and now stands for drugging kids to make them believe they're the opposite sex. They came into the state along with PFLAG and is bringing, are bringing suit for um, an injunction against the law <clears throat> so that the parents who are currently drugging their kids in the, you know, under the delusion that they can change sex can keep doing so. Libby, real quick, we got some sponsors to put this show on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You ever sleep in a ghost bed? It's great, Libby. You would love it. Right now, they got 50% off the bundle package. It's the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. The Split King is the most popular version over there. Two remote controls instead of one, but all the fun. Woo! I love it. I love the adjustable base. I had it for four years. I really have. I don't have the Split King, though, um, but that's up to you guys. What's, hit me up. Send me a picture of you and your lady or, or fella, whoever that lucky fella is, uh, just enjoying a split king together. Uh, I just want to see what it's like, and I want to live vicariously through you. When I got this thing, it wasn't available, but you guys can get it. Take advantage of it. 50% off right now. Uh, but if you have an adjustable base and you just want a mattress or maybe some pillows, sheets, uh, an RV mattress, maybe a weighted blanket, uh, all you got to do is type in the promo code Drinking Bros for forty percent off there at checkout. Fill up the carts as high as it'll go. They're forced to give you forty percent off everything in the entire store with the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout over there. Plus, when you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there, and all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. So if you fill up that cart and get 40% off, guess what? You can stretch it out over three years and live in the lap of luxury. Head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, we got firstform.com slash drinking bros. Go get your micro factors and have a chance to be drinking bro of the month on every order. Uh, homeboy that we had on last month was a blast. Uh, love that guy. It was a weird, fun show, and I called it, by the way. I called it with a UPS driver, dude. Told you guys they would, they would settle right around 10, 11 o'clock at night. The night before, they weren't going to shut down packages, and sure enough, they did. Congrats to you, friends. But, uh, you know, over at, at Microfactor here uh, with, with firstform.com slash drinker bros, those microfactors, they're not just a multivitamin. It's a convenience daily packet with six products included that provides you what you need on a daily basis to be healthy because let's face it, we don't eat the way we need to in order to fill the demands of our body. Without getting the vitamins, minerals, uh, and other nutrients and consistency, uh, we're going to struggle, kids, to reach the type of health 
or certain fitness goals that we want to achieve, whether that is weight loss or putting on muscle, getting lean, or just overall being healthy. Uh, they got all kinds of uh, good stuff in those microfactors. They got the antioxidants, the multivitamins, the probiotics, the CoQ10s, the EFAs, that's the essential fatty acids, and the fruits and veggies. It just sits on my desk in a beautiful little cardboard box that opens up and reminds me to take it every day. Wake up, dummy. Take your vitamins. Uh, thanks, First Form. I do. So go to firstform.com slash drinking bros today, uh, and it'll take you to one of the drinking bros favorites page. And there's a bunch of other products on there. The energy drinks are also amazing, dude. Highly encourage it. Uh, free shipping on orders over 75 bucks. And that helps when you're ordering the energy drinks and everything else. The protein sticks are the best in the biz. Don't forget about those breakfast sausages over there. Those are my faves. And uh, they've also got great apparel and workout plans uh, if you're trying to get in shape here, uh, shout out to Derek White and all those guys. We love them. Uh, I know D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway and Jared are headed out there uh, in a couple days. We are gigantic fans of firstform.com slash drinking bros, and we are extremely grateful to have these guys on the show. Please go to firstform.com slash drinking bros and check out all their products. I highly recommend the micro factors. Take them every single day, and they just sit on my desk because I'm a dummy who doesn't want to just empty out vitamins all over the counter and count them up with a butter knife. I don't do that anymore. I'm a grown-up because I go to firstform.com slash drinking bros. Last but not least, we got hardafseltzer.com. Baby, store locators, what you're you're got to go to right now. Uh, we got five states open currently. North Carolina is about to open up on Friday in the Outer Banks. And then it'll slowly trickle out to the rest of the state. Wilmington will be coming up soon. Looking forward to that. But if you're in Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, Florida, or North Carolina, all you got to do is type in your zip code of the city you're in, and boom, the store locator will take you to the closest store so you can load up. Uh, We're in Total Wines in every single state there, every single store. Uh, We are also... In our first grocery chain in Piggly Wiggly down there in Alabama. Let's go, fam. Uh, right next to Clayton Crawford's house. He sent me a pic the other day, and he goes, holy shit, dude. There's like 30 cases inside the local Piggly Wiggly. Let's go, friend. Uh, shout out to those guys, and uh, shout out to University of Alabama. Selling out in Tuscaloosa down there at Star Mart. Get it while it's hot. D'Anthony and I will be there in about three weeks for the Alabama-Texas game. Looking forward to that. And if you're down in Florida for the summer and you want to head on into the ballparks, uh, you can go in the Tampa Bay Rays Stadium, the Miami Marlins Stadium, as well as the Tampa Bay Rowdies. If you're into soccer, get yourself some hard AF seltzer and enjoy a ball game with a loved one. If we're not in your state, we still ship to your house, but I think we're down to like 37 or 38 states now. Uh, But just type in your address and see if they come to you including Texas. Us dummies still have to order directly to our house. We still do that. Go to hardafseltzer.com today. Support us and support the show. Um, and forgive me, what is PFLAG and what does that stand for? PFLAG, it's like parents, lesbian, alliance, gay, something. <laughs> it's like, let's see what Oh, there's an A in there. I wonder mm. what the A is. Androgynous, maybe? Yeah. I, I, there's the LGBTQ plus IA now, so I don't know what the A stands for. Well, it depends on which country you're in because uh, in Canada they say 2SL or right. some shit. Yeah, it's two-spirit, which is this um, indigenous thing. 
Uh, but what does P5 is this real? stand for? Is this fucking real? Yeah. Justin Trudeau? Yeah, Justin yeah. Trudeau also just <laughs> passed this whole thing, got this through uh, Parliament, where, um, where the thing now is that if you... That search engines in that operate in Canada have to pay Canada for news links. So, oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, that's uh, that's kind of going down with Facebook right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's and almost it's like a, it's almost like a poll tax. Mm-hmm. You remember mm-hmm. it was like a uh, or, or or a literacy test for for yes. back in the day. It's it's intentionally meant to discourage anybody that might be dissenting. So right. yeah, it's parents, families, and friends of lesbians and gays. So basically, if your kid comes out as you know two S, whatever, whatever, sure. then you join P flag, and then you get supported and love bombed as well. Love, love bombed. That's like a whole thing where How? like everyone loves you and affirms you hug? and tells you you're amazing. It's like a big social media hug. Yeah, it's like oh what fucking God, Wayne Brady dude. was looking for last week. It sure was when he came out as pansexual. Yeah. Pan, what yeah. a fucking dummy. He was pan. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up and suck whoever's dick you want. Dude. I don't. Nobody, nobody cares. cares. Nobody cares. God nobody damn it, nobody man. Cares. My wife says. You ever remember that meme? It's like man barricaded in home, but nobody's actually trying to get in, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's like thanks a lot, Wayne. My wife always does this, this comment. She goes, dude, nobody, your grandfather doesn't need to hear what gets your dick hard. Like, nobody uh, we don't, cares. nobody cares. No. Nobody fucking Mm-mm. cares. And nobody wants to know. No. Not at all. No. Although last night was the first time uh, I, I saw a Facebook ad, or uh, Instagram ad for uh, uh, money for taking pictures of body parts, which was fun. Wait, what do you mean? Feet Finder? What is that? Uh, Delka, are you on Feet Finder? Is that you? No. No. Is that is you're selling those on Patreon? I mean, my feet are probably on there. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I got a I got an ad link from a thing that just said, "Hey, are, are you are you not making money off your feet because you can over at Feet Fine?" I was like, "That is wacky." I know. I'm glad I didn't know about that. Well, it depends on what your feet look like. Well, mm. I'm, we're not getting involved in anything. Pop like up that. one of your stompers. <laughs> yeah. All right. Put one of your stompers <laughs> on the table. Let's That's see okay. it. We're see good. one of those little stompers today. No, no. You sure? Mm-mm. You got a boot on? No, I'm wearing. I'm wearing. Yeah, but that's a clogs. kink too, right? Yeah. No, that is. Some that people is, like yeah. the, the oh, key, You can keep your little stompers down. I today. actually make. I'll, I'll take it. a peek out. I make, oh, okay. I make twenty percent more when my when I'm in a cast. <laughs> really? So, no. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's another. That's another kink. <clears throat> give me, cast? give me a guy with broken legs. But they want to hear the whole story of how it got broken. I just don't have time for that shit. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. I'll take the picture, but I'm not giving you a backstory. You fill in your fucking own imagination. He broke his legs as a Civil War reenactor, as a as a Confederate soldier. Okay, I'll tell you. That's the only side I'll fight on. It sure is. It sure is. I'm from the South. It's, <laughs> I'm not trying. Like, I would be stealing valor if I fought for the North. That's true. He's from South Carolina. I'm from Georgia. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, yeah. From, I'm from the Northeast, born and raised. Oh, you and I are going to have to fucking scrap right? You look we'll like Massachusetts. Are you a Massachusetts? Yeah. Well, that's part of it. I'm, I like to say I'm a New English New Yorker. That's really mm, what it is. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. That's where I'm from. Uh, by the way, last night, you know who I kept thinking about was that, remember that crazy chick we, we talked about on fake news? Uh, who was the head of the grand jury in, in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. oh, the foreman, yeah. Where was she last night? That was her time to shine. Bob, pull up a pic of that shit. I'm guessing the judge told her to stop doing fucking press. <laughs> Jesus I was Christ. like, when is she going to pop out and do the interview finally? I've never she seen, was so excited. I've never seen a jury foreman on, on television before the goddamn trial. Me neither. That's, that is pretty bizarre. Here she it? is. Look at her. Look at that special. She's lady. like one chromosome short, I think. Do you guys yeah. not remember in 1996 when Bill Clinton was on trial mm. with Juanita Broderick and the jury foreman was a Trekkie? And she, no. she wore her uniform every day 
to court. <sighs> no, yeah. I got to see a pic of that. White, Is that real? Yeah, it was whitewater. You're kidding. No, no, no. I know about this because I I, I love Trek, but I watched this movie, uh, Trekkies. You yeah, this documentary? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. So she is interviewed in the documentary. You're so you're a Trekkie. I love Star Trek. No shit. Yeah, I, we did a movie with uh, William Shatner. No, no way. We sure did. That's so, so. I directed him. Amazing. I directed him. He was great. I enjoyed him. That's so. cool. He's what you hope for. Um, and he was shit because I think he's ninety something now. So he's probably he eighty six. Did you find it yet? Because I find sharp. it. In, I found it in two seconds. It's right here. There Jack. we go. Yeah, yeah, I was. There we go. The best I had to double check my memory. No way. So that's that. That's real. <laughs> yeah, no, that's real. Whitewater. No, nobody Holy can stop shit. you from dressing like that. They can't, but they should. No. Well, she's also like she was the head of her local Trek club, and this is her most serious outfit. So she took it. Like this is an example of her taking it very seriously. Did she take notes yeah. with a pen and paper? Or did she have one of those little communicators? I don't know if she had a pad. She's got one on her yeah. on her uh, her belt loop there. She's got one of the communicators <laughs> there. Bob, pop that up. Look at that thing, dude. Set, she's setting phasers to stun. You better be I careful. I don't know. Too. I kind of thought she was awesome. Yeah, that is, that's really funny. Shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that trial was a fucking stupid farce anyway, so you may as well treat it like one, I think. Yeah. Oh, no, not Whitewater. That one's, a, that that one's legit. legit. You yeah, were talking about the, the, uh, the Monica beach. Lewinsky. Yeah. 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 No one cared about that. Nobody cared about that. Nobody cared about the beach. Country no, was doing well, and everybody cared. was like, I don't fucking care. Also, it's kind of like, I mean, if you're the president, like, wouldn't you do weird What's stuff? What's the point of even <laughs> running for office if you can't know. get your dicks up by a fat girl? I know. Well, in the, in the, in the, God, in the, in the Oval Office. office. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. It yeah. brings what? back Wag the Dog, yeah. right? You know the office oh, yeah. behind the Oval yeah, Office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as far as Republican candidates go, today there was an article that uh, Chris Christie is pulled ahead of uh, DeSantis in New Hampshire. Fuck, man. Well, actually, Ooh. what happened is he ate all of DeSantis's campaign staff, so DeSantis doesn't have a campaign anymore. Uh, or maybe just he ate all those eggs. What Could eggs? Be. Those at, eggs? At Iowa. Oh, at Iowa. Iowa Do you remember him eating the eggs? Oh, man. Yeah, dude. That's all. I remember him getting lap band surgery and then gaining weight. How's that fucking happen? I, I, I don't know. Is that even fucking possible? Why are you laughing like that, Libby? You're on this program too. Yeah, that was funny. Is it even possible? <laughs> How do you like? It's it constricts the size of your stomach. It does. So was he just tapping into the vein? It's, now? No, it's just kind of as time goes, it stretches out. Oh, if you're boy. forcing food in there, you know, he was probably just like one more burger for me, and then boom, you know, because uh, he he's, he doesn't look great anymore. What a turn! Yeah. If you can't fucking deal with your own physical health, you you shouldn't be in charge of other people. Sorry. I agree. I agree, but uh, I wonder how dark this is going to get on the media side. Mm-hmm. Do you guys get, I would imagine, you guys get banned and uh, shit taken down all the time. Is that? We used to. Okay. We used to have more fact checks and things like that, but we have less of them. I think now that Twitter has more free speech transparency, so that's been. Has that yeah. bled over into Facebook and everything else? <laughs> well, Facebook I don't know. I don't really pay that much attention to Facebook. These I think days. it has bled over because yeah. you can't get away with it now. It, it, it everybody had to be censoring to get away with it. If one, if even one organization doesn't censor, then nobody else can really get away with it anymore. But I think what you're saying that makes sense too because of that Missouri lawsuit. Yeah. You know the Missouri mm-hmm. one where the uh, attorney general brought suit and said you know the government is uh, colluding with mm-hmm. social media companies, mm-hmm. and the judge was like, okay, you can't do that anymore. And the left, everyone in the media was like, well, but it's important that we have the ability to censor. And so there hasn't been as much censorship. I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it was. It felt like a weird turn. Like for us, uh, so my personal fan page on Facebook got nuked, deleted, and then they said that it never happened. Uh, they combined the, the URL into my personal page. 
Oh, man, yeah, it got dark. Because we were paying for ads for movies and stuff like that when, when films would come out and trailers and all that other stuff. And we had the receipts, like the physical mm-hmm. receipts of what we were paying to advertise off the page. And they were like, no, we don't have that. And then for Drinker Bros Podcast, uh, about two and a half, three years ago, we had 78,000 uh, followers. We're still at 78,000 followers and have not gained. And so if, if somebody oh, somebody wants to like the page, a warning will come up <clears throat> that says, uh, this page has been known for disinformation. Are you sure you still want to follow it? And I was like, it's memes. Uh, it's, yeah. it's nothing but memes on there. It's not like... Uh, we're world leaders in politics or anything. We host a podcast for Christ's sake. Accurate memes. Yeah. Uh, very accurate memes. Like it's accurate to say the FDA on the 10th of August gave permission to doctors to prescribe ivermectin for COVID-19, yeah. for example. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And right. they had to put out that press release, which is really interesting. So that's <sighs> things that we're getting dinged for and everything else. Uh, we were also supposed to have RFK Jr. on the show two years ago, I think. Uh, so we've been in touch with his campaign over this this whole thing. His voice is a mystery. So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever interviews he's able to do and when he's not able to do them. But uh, the YouTube threatened to, to delete the channel. Delete the channel yep. over RFK? Mm-hmm. That is wacky. And it was it was one of those things where uh, it was all over the vaccinations. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. he'd written a book. He was maybe promoting a book about what the vaccines About Fauci do. specifically. Yes. And it wasn't just about the vaccines. It was about how Fauci handled uh, HIV back in the early 80s as well when he was at the NIH. So we well, had to have a meeting behind, that, yeah. the, the, behind the scenes and be like, what are we going to do here? Because we didn't have Patreon at that point. Because even mm-hmm. this episode, just video-wise, will run on Patreon and not YouTube simply because what we're all talking about today will we'll get ding. I mean, it'll, it'll I get I was nuked. wondering that. I yeah. was like, That's why. we're sitting here talking about election stuff. In the last week alone, they've pulled two things from Hunter Biden. So uh, the, the one was uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene holding up the dick pics. That was amazing. It was amazing. And it was, it was blurred out. And, but still. And so they said, you can't post that. And they took down the video. And they were like, oh, it goes you know, against community guidelines. Would you like to appeal? And I said, yes. So mm-hmm. what, what I did was I included the link from uh, Huffington Post. Um, because they use the oh, same clever. images that we did. And I said, hey, these are the images from the, the, all the other news outlets from the left that you guys are posting. So are we allowed to then? Because it's the same photo. They haven't gotten back to us yet. Well, I hope they do. <laughs> I, would, I would really like to hear what they have to say. But that's, uh, you know, that's been true with a lot of this. A lot of this stuff where you see parents go to school board meetings and they say, hey, this is the book my daughter brought home from class. And they read it and it's just like really vile porno- pornography, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And the school board says, we can't listen to that. And then the parents are like, but you're giving it to my 10th grader. You're giving it to my 10th grader. Or all of this stuff like there's uh, Katie Davis court reports for us and she was out covering Seattle Pride. Uh, and and she covered all of these naked, um, like naked gay bike riders. Yeah, cyclists. Yeah, yeah cyclists. And they were going down <clears throat> and they were like, you know, talking to kids and whatever. Their dicks are hanging out. Sure. And she was just, you know, shooting pride, you know. So we put it up on Twitter. And that was one of the videos that we didn't blur for whatever reason. I think we just screwed up and didn't blur it. But we got dinged for that. And in they, response, let me ask you, did they take it down or did they put a note up on it? They put a note up on it. And gotcha. like, you know. We, we didn't want to risk our page getting you know deleted. all yeah. deleted and yeah. shadow banned and whatever else happens. But meanwhile, the whole thing is you can't show this to adults on Twitter where there's actually just porn yep. on Twitter all the time. Like you ever do a search and then you're like, whoa, that was not what I was searching for, you know? Oh, look, we, we've had porn stars Twitter. on the show. Sure. And you go to their Twitter and it's them giving head or whatever. It's like very explicit. Yes. But we can't show nudie bicycle riders who are showing their junk to kids, even though the kids get to see it mm-hmm. and there's porn on Twitter. 
Like where what what's going on here? I don't know, and I would really like to see those dongs because maybe it had something to do with the people. You know, were they well, ugly? Probably, yeah. All right. I mean, All right. they weren't like. I don't want to see ugly nudes though, too. Like I think there should be a ban on that. Where it's I used like, to have this friend who's a theater director, uh-huh. and we'd talk about like who he was going to cast on stage. This, his name was Michael Oland, and he has since passed. But he, he would always say to me, "Livy, ain't, ain't nobody want to see ugly people on stage." Sure don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sure don't, dude. Sure don't. And I always think about that when I see these ugly people. And you see it and you're like, hey. And you're like, Michael was kind of right. It's kind of like Lizzo's backup dancer suing. It was like, what else were you going to (laughs) do? Right. Because. They all look like her. You're not going to be on tour with Taylor Swift. Yeah. They're skinnier than she is. Yeah. But a little bit. Yeah, maybe Just 15, 20 pounds less. That's a lot of pounds. But where, where are you going to go dance? You're not going to dance with Taylor Swift or anybody else looking like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those little slobs had to, to get together and, and, and do a lawsuit. And right. We'll find out what happens with that. Um, the other story that we're, we're kind of tracking here is uh, this country singer that we've been talking about. Um, the articles that pop up on this guy now. Um, so this is NBC News. Um, NBC, which you would think a uh, respected news organization would and everything you, else. You'd think that? I don't. Okay. But everybody else yeah, does. David Muir is David Muir is the most respected. Oh, he's ABC. Trusted. Oh, yeah. ABC. He's no, he, that, respected man. No one respects any of these cunts. They sure don't. Um, but the title of this article is, and I, you've, I'm sure you've heard the song at this point. We've talked about it for a few days here. But uh, title of this article on NBC News is How an Obscure Country Artist's Viral Song Became a Conservative Anthem. I don't. It has nothing to do with uh, Republicans or Democrats. It is simply against politicians. Working altogether. overtime hours for bullshit pay—that doesn't sound like a political issue. Doesn't, it sounds like a class issue to me. Pretty much describes everyone at yeah. this point. Sounds like so, jobs. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all it is. But everything has to be fucking painted like this, right mm-hmm. or left, right or left, for for all of this shit. Can we just not enjoy the fact well, no, that the that's, guy's an amazing country that's, artist? They they need you to believe that paradigm, right, for their game to work. Everything has to be subdivided into right and left. The problem is it's going to fuck this guy now. No, it's not. Well, the left is going to be like, well, I'm not going to go pay and see this dude in concert. Who fucking cares? I, well, he would, I'm sure. Mm. He just wants his music out to the world. <clears throat> he, he, Yeah, his uh, that song has 15 million views on YouTube right now. Oh, I went I went to his iTunes last night. Yeah. So like the, the other songs that he has, mm-hmm. and they're mostly just like one takes. He's got like four in the top In the top 15. 10, yeah, it's crazy, 15, dude. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely it's, crazy. It's not going to affect him financially, um, but, you know... This this is is just the standard for this kind of stuff. It, it's like everything has to fit into that narrative. It's like a, a, a you're sorting objects or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you try to sort them in a way that's not the same as they want you to, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. But that's not like I I remember this old joke from um, <clears throat> uh, what's his name Stephen Wright, the guy on the couch. Yeah, love he him. He says uh, I match my socks by width, not. <laughs> color right like i want them to be the same thickness that's what's that's what matters to me um so but yeah it's like you have to this is why i keep telling people about institutional power it only exists if you believe it exists right the federal government whatever it doesn't matter what it is it's like tinkerbell like their power only exists if you believe it does mm-hmm. but that comes with responsibility you've got to start doing shit for yourself and for your community locally like you're not going to vote for some president, and that's going to fix everything. This shit is not that. That will never ever work. No, because it's it's you're right, and it's at the local level too. Where shit, local politics is worse than federal. 
Well, it's very corrupt. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. You know, it's everybody's paying to play and doing little favors for their friends. In the South, too, you got these backwoods deals and, hey, there's some land here that you need, but Mm -hmm. I can help you out. It's not just the South. It's 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 everywhere. And it's it's also not one particular political party. Um, Like Christy Noem in uh, South Dakota, for example, is letting her friends use eminent domain to steal land from people, right? The, the one of the Republican governors, yep. as it were, is is facilitating this shit. Eminent domain seems like a really bad deal. So do no knock warrants, but we do it yeah, all the time, that's right? True too. Um, I don't think the federal government should exist. Frankly, I don't see any real utility in that. I mean, maybe have like a fucking nonprofit organization that funds disaster relief and then fuck off, right? So, what, how would we govern ourselves? He says states. States, mm-hmm. yeah. Just every state for itself. Yeah, a confederacy is. Uh, combined defense, combined disaster relief or protection against the elements, and then a combined currency. It doesn't mean that you get to fucking tell me how to live my goddamn life, and it certainly doesn't mean you get to extract 20 to 40% of my wealth for providing no service to me, right? Fuck that. I, I, this, this, that seems to be federalism, the way we set this up in the first place, right? I do think the government is too big. I think there's too much power given <clears throat> to these little agencies, well, giant agencies, mm-hmm. that then go out and do all of this, uh, you know, do all of this stuff without anybody's agreement or acquiescence, really. Yeah. And then you have Biden signing all the executive orders say, demanding that every federal agency uh, be part of his random, like, uh, what, inclusive agenda, mm-hmm. essentially. DEI bullshit. Yeah. And what's wacky, too, is there's this idea that every federal agency is going to do a good job with that, even though none of them are tasked with that at all anyway. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, why is... Uh, ATF going to do a good job spreading a queer agenda. Wow. Well, or why would you want them to? And why probably? would you want them to? Like all of yeah. the above. There's so many questions there. Or how the Department of Agriculture dealt with the mandate to be more LGBT inclusive. And what they did was they went out to schools and they said, okay, if your schools are not being bathroom inclusive and letting boys in the girls' bathroom, we're going to withhold free lunch. Yeah, and then the agriculture thing, too. They also had a bunch of uh, farmers drive their tractors in Iowa and carve dicks into cornfields um, to say, hey, we want you to chop these off. Um, And this is what a dick looks like, in case you don't know. And then they flew a drone over it. And I wasn't again. I was I was not for that either. You know, I didn't see that. No, you will. Well, you will. It's uh, have eventually. you seen the movie Signs with Mel Gibson? No. Classic. Uh, classic Joaquin Phoenix as well. It was a, a, a take on that, essentially. Uh, but it was aliens, you know, uh, yeah. and that's where we're all kind of headed with this. Uh, and then the last part of this, Bob, before we get out of here today, um, if you could pull up uh, Homegirl's speech from last night, Fanny Willis. Um, the people who are running these cases, too, the moment they come out to the press and speak and get all this shit out, you look at them and you're like, you're a fucking moron. I'm a moron, but I host a podcast for a living, right? I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not out here prosecuting former presidents. Um, when you come out and speak like this, and, and clearly she's aiming or lobbying for some political position in the future, which is what all these fucks are trying to do. Uh, I don't know how you hire somebody like this. Well, you know, Kamala Harris has a communications director and a deputy communications director. Mm -hmm. And they write down the things that she says in public. Somebody has that job. Oh, to transcribe that? No, madness? no, no, no. They write the shit that she says. Oh, so do you, they it, just keep you, writing down, unburdened by what might have been, just over and over <laughs> again. They just keep writing that. You, you've worked in this industry for a while. You know how it works. I, they, I've only like, worked in this industry since 2019. Okay, well, that's a long time. Four years. It's, now it is. It's, a, now it's, it's long, long enough. Yeah. It's, a, it's long enough. Other than Trump, 
every other politician is looking at a teleprompter all the time, right? Yeah. When they're giving speeches yeah, like true. that. And somebody is writing down the shit that she says. I think Kamala's doing a perfectly great job of what she's supposed to do, right? Say absolutely nothing. It's like a whole episode of Veep. It, it is. I, it is living Veep in person. You're right. And it's just this word salad that goes on forever. I don't know what it is. You leave confused and you're like, uh-huh. And then a uh, homegirl last night, go ahead and play this video, Bob. She got up there. This is her moment to shine. And it was... Fulton County Grand Jury returned a true bill of indictment, charging 19 individuals with violations of Georgia law arising from a criminal conspiracy to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election in this state. The indictment includes 41 felony counts and is 97 pages long. Please remember that everyone charged in this bill of indictment is presumed innocent. The indictment alleges that rather than abide, abide by Georgia's legal process for election challenges, the defendants engaged in a criminal racketeering enterprise to overturn Georgia's presidential election result. Subsequent to the indictment, as is the normal process in Georgia law, the, the grand jury issued arrest warrants for those who are charged. I am giving the defendants the opportunity to voluntarily surrender no later than noon on Friday, the 25th day of August, 2023. What's with her voice? I don't know, but I would send her a picture of my entire dick and balls. Yeah. This is me surrendering to the Georgia government. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck these people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, Don, if you want to come stay at my house and wait for somebody to show up to come grab you, I'm more than willing to host you for the next We'd couple We'd love of years. to have you. He's a lovely yeah. man in person, and we'd love to have you. But uh, the last part of this is uh, we've been covering this on, a, on another show here. There's a, a famous rapper, Young Thug, easy breezy, beautiful thugger girl, and uh, he's also on RICO charges right now in the city of Atlanta under the same district attorney. Um, now, their side has said, uh, because she was um, – representing people as defendants first before she became a prosecutor and all that mm -hmm. shit. She represented a rapper that worked for him, uh, helped get him off, and then immediately became the prosecutor and then prosecuted <gasps> him. And so he came out and did an interview late last night and said, man, everything we had talked about in confidence about all this shit because she was defending us, it appeared as if she used immediately afterwards to try to go and, and get she this. She shouldn't have been on that case. Well, look, with, with both of these... I think they're, they're high-profile names. Young Thug is the biggest in Atlanta right now outside of Outkast. And let's face it, Outkast hasn't put out an album in a while. I wish they would. I love them. But um, uh, I think that was a stepping stone to this as well. And as far as building her name and her brand for whatever political aspiration she has. Well, um, she definitely has some because I just got a campaign email from her. Shut the fuck up. From, from three f action... 314 Action Fund, which also works with David Hogg, by the way. Um, and the Hogfather. Here's the statement um, <clears throat> or the call to action. Will you join us in thanking Fulton County DA Fannie Willis for her years of hard work to hold Donald Trump accountable and bring him to justice once and for all? She launched her page like literally last night. I think. Yeah. They're fundraising yeah. for They're fundraising a DA to uh -huh. prosecute their political opponent. Yes. 
right? Wow. Do you do you and you think you're going to vote your way out of this? No, no, not I, but, fucking but, likely. But I hope uh, it would be hilarious and just to see it all go down. Uh, what if like let's go back to Vivek because we're, we're trying to get him on the show. We've been in talks with his camp. Um, I like him and he says all the right things and he's the one candidate so far. That is not trash Trump in any way whatsoever, and has said these indictments are complete bullshit. Well, he knows he can't trash Trump. I mean, no Republican candidate can win without Trump's voters. Well, Christie and DeSantis both have, and they're obviously not doing so great in the That's polls. Right. Whereas Vivek keeps rising; he's saying all the right things. Mm-hmm. Uh, would somebody like him as a VP, if if Trump, you know, is to win, uh, help his cause, or or does he need a DeSantis in there? I think Vivek would be better. Than DeSantis, I do too for a VP position. Uh, but you got Flo- you got Florida too, so yeah. Yeah, you do have Florida, but Flo- like, Florida's going red either way. I think yeah. so. I think so too. It's not. Don't don't think so. They had a 1.2 million uh, swing uh, yeah. swing from D to R mm-hmm. over the last two cycles. So it's well, it's, it's all New Yorkers who were fed up with New York's bullshit yeah. who moved down. There. You just have to hope that they don't try and New Yorkify Florida the way that Californians are. You know, Californicating. You know, Texas, it's funny right? though, because Dan and I, with the with the booze company, with Hard AFL, so we're down in Florida a lot because that's one of our states. We're inside the stadiums down there for Major League Baseball. We go down there a lot, and all the New Yorkers there. Because um, I was just, I threw out the first pitch against the Yankees, so it was oh, all fun. Yankees fans that's on so Saturday fun. night. It was it was a blast. Um, but all of them super pro Trump, and I was like, oh shit! And mo- a lot of people that I, I chatted with, they were just like, I mean, that's why we got out of New York. The fucking politics of bullshit, uh, you know. Weather, everything else, taxes, and they were like, we want to go to Florida. And I was like, eh, it seems like people are embracing it. Where in Texas, I will 100% agree with you. Because um, I lived in California mm-hmm. for 15 years. The people who've moved from California are the ones where they've got the Beto stickers up and uh, Mothers Against Abbott and all mm-hmm. that other shit. And you're like, oh, fuck, this state, this state will turn. Well, they just they fucked California, and now they want to fuck Texas. They want to destroy it. I don't know why. California is ruined. It's a ruined, horrifying place. That's what parasites do. I get it. But like, why move all your shit and then get to some place and be like, you know what? It's too nice here. Let's just fuck this state up too. Because I I love California. It's beautiful. For the same reason that we extinctified the American buffalo, right, dude? You, like, you move to where the resources are, and then you gobble them up, you move on to somewhere else now, until fairness, somebody fucking stops you. When I killed that buffalo, I just I needed to throw a punch that day, and that buffalo was just in my face. Yeah. So, it's R.I.P. Understandable. R.I.P. I, I don't think the strategy of all this, though, is very bizarre to me. Like, I think the, the best-case scenario probably is that Trump gets convicted of everything and then gets elected anyways. That, that would be the funniest thing in the history of the world. That would be frankly. amazing. And then he just double birds everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, there's no way you can't vote for you know you can't vote for Trump at this point. Like, there's no way to mm-hmm. not do it. It's just yeah, I don't even give a shit too about sort him. of fascinating. You I, know what I, I mean? Like, Dan, Dan gotta, doesn't care about Trump. I couldn't so, care less. Yeah. Vote I, but I, I tell you what, a lot I'm, of yeah, a lot of people in the and if you if there is a middle, if you want to call it that, I don't think middle is the right word for it. But if you people that are that that are undecided about or don't care about certain issues, right? They're feeling the pinch on their wallet right now. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I've been hearing more and more lately from people who kind of cruise the middle ground is that, well, you know, four years ago I wasn't poor. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of nice. Yeah. Right now I'm fucking poor. Yeah. They had this three another 3% inflation, right? Which, again, for for the listeners out there, it doesn't mean that we have – three percent inflation from 20 years ago it means from last year and it was 11 last year mm-hmm. right at its peak eight at the end so we're at 11 since this motherfucker took office 
He's and a terrible president. Just worse. the worst. I mean, what the fuck? He had no comment, though, about Maui. Well, that's, you know, of course not. No comment. Yeah, well, you no hear the uh, Hawaii governor is like, yeah, we're going to try to have the state purchase that land now. We covered that this morning. What yeah. the oh, did you really? Fuck? Yeah, are like, you kidding me? Why are you, per- like, people get to have their land. <laughs> uh, yeah, forgive God, forgive me. I'm not tracking on that it's story. It's privately owned what, property. Yeah, what happened? Oh, yeah, so there's a, there's a little clip. We have it around here. It's on the postmillennial.com. Oh, it is. Uh, it is it on your Twitter? We'll play it. Maybe it's on my Twitter. I know where it is on postmillennial. I can find that. You guys ever work with postmillennial? I haven't, uh, I haven't. Post done a lot of, yeah. Yeah. I haven't done a lot of tweeting today because well, I was covering here. stuff at the court, yeah, and then I came here, over here. Obviously, and then you were doing cocaine in the back for an hour, getting well, ready for the show, yeah, and then that. you dropped acid. Yes, that's why you, I'm you like so cogent right now. Yeah, you painted the ceiling. You can't <laughs> see it from these angles, but this it, she did a lovely job of the Sistine Chapel, and it's uh, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what he said. He announced a moratorium on any out-of-state property sales, meaning that people can't sell their land um, if they want to get rid of it. Uh, He vowed to prevent foreign buyers. Um, I'm already thinking of ways for the state to acquire that land so that we can put it into workforce housing, to put it back into families or make it open spaces in perpetuity as a memorial to the people who were lost. That's a complete non sequitur, though. Mm Mm-hmm. One thing that those those have nothing to do with each other. It's like your house burns down. Like, hey, you know what? We're going to take your land and put a fucking monument to your pets on it. Like, and what that'll the be fuck awesome. are you talking Hooray about, for you, and now yeah. you have no land. But your pet lives on forever. Well, you got to stop like voting for Democrats. Pet cemetery out there. Yeah, I I, uh, there was a friend of mine's guinea pig named Pickles that was lost in that fire out there. So I think oh, a nice statue. Yeah. Uh, I just made that up. That's not true. A life size, a life size Pickles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it would be great, this like this big. Yeah, right on the land. Just right. Three acres. He's right in the middle of it, overseeing yes. everything, and That's it's great. Important. It's great. Yeah. Uh, now's the point of the show. We get to the drinking bro of the week uh, occasionally because we leave the studio open for our listeners to come in and watch the live shows. Uh, someone is here today. He does not want to be on camera. Uh, so it, he, I believe, Bob, he gave the drinking bro of the week to you to read to us. And rightfully so. Uh, I think he's wearing his work outfit. And, uh, and after this, who knows where your boss is leans. I don't fucking blame him for not wanting to be on camera. Uh, go ahead and read it, Bob. Uh, so it's from Jonathan Sanford. Um, he said it was fine to say his name. Uh, okay. uh, his, he has three drinking bros of the week. The first one is his mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's 76 years old, just retired last week after 50 years as a nursing professor. Holy shit. So obviously hundreds, thousands probably of students over the years. 50 years is a long time. Uh, she had a heart procedure this morning, uh, presumably doing well, hopefully doing well. Uh, but yes, touched a lot of lives, trained a lot of nurses. Uh, if you ever been in a hospital, you know it's the nurses doing fucking everything around there. Yeah, so. it really is. It really um, is. Second one, uh, his recent ex girlfriend uh, did not really. He was like, didn't. I don't need to explain. Wanted why to she's thank an ex her. Or, he yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. thank her on the show. Yes. Okay. Uh, he's he said they're still cool. The breakup was kind of a weird, like just uh, circumstances beyond their control. Uh, currently, she is in the police academy, and she is the second strongest woman he knows. I think she's not Laverne, is she? <laughs> God, you know, I had to say it. The Laverne Police Academy. Yeah. Just checking. We're checking. You know. Uh, and then thirdly, uh, Brandon Harrell, who he says we would know because oh he fuck landed yeah, landed his chopper here. Love Brandon Harrell. Um, uh, he's just done a lot for uh, Harrell. Has done a lot for uh, uh, Jonathan and his kids. Uh, and just also in general for um, his inner city youth uh, programs. Harold's the best. Dude, he's the best. Uh, love him. Um, good homie of the show. 
Uh, great fucking dude, man. Um, he's out there do, doing real farm work and shit on a day-to-day basis. He's got a ranch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and he flies a helicopter. I follow him on Instagram, too. And it's, uh, he's out he's, there working out. Yeah, he's really basis. working I'm, in I've this I've worked heat. out with him a few times, yeah. Shit. I he's working this I blocked him because it was embarrassing for me. Yeah, you can't do that. He's that. doing more than me. And it's like, I blocked you. <laughs> Fuck you. Do you follow fatter people like just to do it to kind of make yourself feel better? Fatter people? Yeah. No, I mean like fat people in life where you're just like or bad looking people where you're like, but like feel. on Twitter? Yeah. Like well, whatever. I, that's why we watch Instagram. trash television, right? That's why we do it. Yeah. I think. I don't watch it. No, but I don't tend to do that. I, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it occasionally for sure. Like I follow Britney Spears because I know she's going to die at any second. And I, oh, no. I, know. I feel really I, a lot of empathy for Britney. Mm. Do you? Kind of. Do you? Yeah. Okay. That, that's why, because I want to see the last post. You know, because like she was, she was a shit show for like the whole time, mm. you know? Yeah. And then it was like, ugh, ugh. Uh, yeah, shaved her head, the whole thing. Didn't she shave her head? Two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah, two thousand seven. Yeah, we Dan uh, remembers the date. Yeah. Well, I'm autistic, but yeah, well, was two thousand seven. But also, it meant a lot to you. Uh, no, I didn't know about it until like two years later. He, the only two things he ever talks about, he's lying. The only two things he ever talks about on the show is uh-huh. the date Britney shaved her head in 9-11. Mm. Oh, it. really? Do I, I was, was all I ever hear. Do you know 9-11 is my birthday. Oh, is sweet. it really? Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck, I'll never forget it now. Do you get a yeah. birthday cake with two <laughs> towers on it? And then, is that what you no, do? No, but my grandfather used down. to, you know, may he rest in peace, but he used to call me on the phone. And he'd be like, sweetheart, I know it's a terrible day. But happy birthday anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Grandpa. That's great. <laughs> I know it's a terrible day. I know it's a terrible day. Holy shit. My, one of my best friends from college, he's got a daughter that was born on 9-11. And he was just praying because as the days were counting down, I go, hey, dude, getting real close to a certain day here. And he goes, I know, man, I'm, we're trying to get my wife and blah, 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 blah. And she just couldn't make it. it was Can't like you just forge the birth certificate? 12-02. That's what I said. And they go, no, they won't let you do it. Oh, fuck that. But I it was like right after. And I was like, oh, shit, dude. <clears throat> and I go, what are you going to do? And he goes, celebrate her on a different day. I was like, why not just lie to her her whole life? They're not going to know. My cousin was born 9-12. on uh, Christmas Eve. And her mom always celebrated her half birthday in June. They do pool mm. parties. Really? Yeah. Good for her. That's fun. So I've never heard of that. So you don't that get fucked really out cute. of a birthday. Yeah. So she'd get like a little something at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Plus it'd be Christmas. Yeah. So that's exciting. But then they <clears> do like the pool parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was in Baghdad all of 2007. Were you really? So we didn't. The only the only news we hear about like that is fake rumors like J-Lo's dead and shit. It was so stupid. Oh, yeah. People to spread fake rumors for no fucking reason. Did you guys know it was Christmas after all? Kind of like the U2 song? Uh, it did snow. And oh, we, did it really? Then we got into really? a big gunfight after. Yeah, it was no awesome. shit. No, it was in Baghdad, mm-hmm. and then there was gunfight. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that it was a wild. great day. That had to have been fun. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, it was chilly, but you know, <clears throat> it was better than getting in gunfights when it's 120 degrees outside. That's but it also better. feels like Christmas, and you're just having a rad gunfight on Christmas. Like, yeah, is there yeah, a yeah. better Christmas than that? Well, and then we would go Christmas shopping, which is what I call breaking into their homes and taking all their stuff. Sure. It's exciting. Sure, yeah. yeah. It's called the spoils of war, and it's been going on for the entire history of human beings. So fuck you if you got a problem with <laughs> it. Yeah, and it's the same way we feel about Ukraine. If you can't protect your own country, why is it our fucking job? Well, it's you Europe's know? job I'm to protect Europe. I'm not a big Europe. fan of this whole Ukraine situation. Me neither. Mm-hmm. This this bullshit? Like, no. Well, that's it, only it because country deserves Israel. to be taken over. It's Sorry. Like- we get out of Afghanistan, we leave all our best toys behind, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like hardly a year before we're back sending more stuff. And what it was like 200 million was sent yesterday. Mm. It's just more and more and more all the time. And then what was it? Biden went on TV and was like, oh, well, we're running out of munitions. That's why we have to send cluster bombs. Yeah, Even though like- his own press sec- secretary said like less than a year ago that that would be a war crime. 
She's the dumbest person on earth, by the way. No, they both, they bo- well, Saki was slightly more intelligent, but also horrible. She was a horrible person, but that's, that's the job, right? You got to lie yeah. and you got to at least do it with conviction. The, the new one, the, she's the got The new no, one, Jean-Luc no. Picard or whatever her name that's is. Her name. That is her name. Um, she can't. You're talking uh, to a Trekkie She just can't here, make it through it. Sir. She just but can't make did, it through. But you did see last year where she, on, on National Coming Out Day, because it's not enough to just have a month. You have to have like a bunch of days every month mm. that are like part of this whole stupid thing. Like why was Austin Pride this weekend? I don't know. Oh, it's was it really? June. Yeah, we it were talking about it too. Yeah, it's uh, a marketing activation. That's yeah, all. Yeah, it really it's got to be right? like. Well, and it was. There was IBM and mm. Google and Visa and Kroger. They were all out along with the cops and the school district and everybody else. But last year on Coming Out Day, Corinne Jean Pierre uh, went up and told the whole White House press corps her own personal coming out story and how difficult it was for her and how proud she is to be. You know, a, a black lesbian at the White House, and no one cares. Like, no we stopped one caring about shit. gay people years right. ago. Like, hey, no you're the cares. same as us, dude. Right? You want to get divorced? Okay, great. Like, welcome to the fucking club, dude. We're all good. <laughs> now we'll all just be miserable. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, your grand, your grandfather doesn't need to know what gets <laughs> your dick hard. Okay. I think that's a that should be a t-shirt. Should be. It should be. I'm gonna call my grandfather. Uh, just kind of measure up his his unit. Try to piece that out. You know. I think that's a good idea. You got to draw the scale, I think. Sweet. Or otherwise, it's disrespectful to my grandfather. And I don't want to do that, for Christ's sake. <laughs> That's why I always took pictures of mine. Sure did. Sure did. What? Go through his phone right now. You'll yeah. see 800, maybe 1,200 photos. Yeah. Uh, black and white's very tasteful. <laughs> um, yeah. He's got one where it's uh, over a milk jar from yep. like the, the oh 40s. And it's... But it's kind of a, you know, he's an old soul. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah, an old soul. Then you'll have to put something next to it to measure. A dollar bill is exactly six inches. It just is. Just so you know. So double that. Yeah. And, uh, and A dollar bill is exactly six inches? That's right. Yeah. That's interesting. Isn't it? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, we're not, we're not just podcast hosts here. We're, we're educators. That's really good. Take that knowledge with you. I'm going to take it. Uh, where can everybody find you? <laughs> Libby, I won't either. 9-11. <laughs> Libby's birthday. Uh, tell everybody where they up. can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Libby Emmons. And what you really should do is go support independent media at thepostmillennial.com. You can subscribe at thepostmillennial.com slash subscribe. And uh, you won't be sorry. We have all the best news. Perfect. And what we'll do is we'll put that link, Bob, in, uh, in the audio description. So if you want to go there, absolutely. One last question for you uh, here. And I got to ask Bob to pull up this photo here because now I'm curious because I just pulled you up. So on Li- Libby Emmons on your Twitter, uh-huh. can you describe what the uh, the photo is here as your backdrop? Oh, I can tell you exactly what that is. Yeah, so I was on a tour of Congress a couple of years ago. A friend of mine was working in Congress. He was a staffer. Okay. And we did a tour, me and my son, and they had all of these beautiful paintings. And this was one of them, and I took the photograph. And I just really liked it. Where yeah. was it? Because I've been, I've been, and yeah. usually in each office, it's kind of. It wasn't in an office. It was like he was showing us all the cool sights of Congress. So we were walking through throughout saw, the buildings. Throughout yeah, the buildings, so you. we got to ride on the cool little congressional subway, yeah. which that was really fun. I gotta say, that was really <laughs> fun. Um, and my son was like, "This is cool." And I was like, "Yeah, it's fucking cool." Um, but yeah, so they had all of these really interesting paintings of like. So she's like some you know, personification of liberty. 
something oh, like okay, that. Okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. I just kind of saw some tits out, and I was wondering. Wait, she's the personification of Liberty with her fucked up makeup. Zoom in on that picture, Bob. I like it. I feel like it's. Liberty's messy it's not, sometimes. It's just, it's just shadows, and it was an old iPhone, <laughs> and I haven't wanted to change it, actually, because I, I don't remember where the photo, fo- like, I can't find the photo yeah. in my oh, yeah. archives. Well, you can search it on, uh, like, 10i or something. And oh, like the reverse image yeah, search? Yeah, yeah, maybe I like it. Liberty's way. dirty. It's a little slutty Liberty sometimes. Liberty is dirty and slutty. That's well, Right. I like it. But it looks like a woman who would slash your tires putting makeup on to me. She might be a little crazy. Yeah. 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 And you know what? She has the I'm freedom to be that. crazy because we are Americans and we Fair have enough, that freedom. Yeah. And that's what Lady Liberty brings. For real. A little bit of crazy. A little bit. But a lot of fun. She looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Like God you're damn gonna, right she does. You're going to be chasing her down Second Avenue wondering that, where the hell she's going, you know? You sure Falling are. to some after hours club. Is that yeah. a lady? What's up? Is that a flapper? Uh, uh, Outfit or how? What is that? What what era is that from? I think it's from? a little before the flapper era. Yeah. This would be uh, kind of like a 18th century imagining of what someone in ancient Greece would look like. Yeah, maybe mm. kind of like that. Some sort of like Edith Wharton, House of Mirth kind of. Yeah, Bob's a big uh, Mirth fan. You know, maybe. House of Mirth fan. He's not. I yeah. don't know. He okay. loves women's clothing though, uh, and that's well, it's creepy. Well, I but respect it. Wearing Same. it, he knows Same. where it's from. He sure does. This was a blast. Uh, are you in Austin a lot? No. Okay. I mean, uh, periodically. I've been, you know, I've been to Texas a bunch of times this year. Actually, since the pandemic, I traveled more around the country during the pandemic than ever before. So did we. And I've, I, I fucking loved it. I had the best no. time. Uh, I so was like, we. there's no one on these planes. This is amazing. Nobody driving. No. It was awesome. You know, the only people I remember seeing in airports were all wearing MAGA hats. And I was like, fucking hey, we have our freedom. And yeah. everyone else can suck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was nobody else there besides nope. them. No, it yeah. was awesome. <laughs> so I, I never was in Texas until the pandemic. And then I've been here like eight times. I was going to say, well, <laughs> please come back. You're oh, an amazing to. guest. This is really fun. Uh, and, and it's a blast. We all love Post Millennial. And uh, we appreciate you being here today. So whenever you're in town, mm-hmm. just hit us up and, and you've got a standing invite. You're great. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. Yes. I'll you're, totally you're, you're come great. back next time around. Yeah. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, check out Libby and follow her on Twitter. Uh, also check out uh, the Post Millennial. And uh, what a fun day today. Go to iTunes. Rate the show a five star and leave a quick review. Also head on over to Spotify. It's just a five star and you can walk away. They don't have the technology there. It's not there yet, okay? I told you, technology isn't there yet. For Anthony Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night.